Greetings, everyone. I'm excited to welcome Tyler Kim, president and co-founder at Strike Tax. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ben. Pleasure to be here. Hey, thanks for joining me on short notice. This is kind of a special edition for the podcast, usually interviewing you know, SaaS, you know, software founders. But you know, there's something going on with the R&D tax credit in the U.S. and just wanted to get an update so listeners know what the heck is going on with this R&D tax credit in the U.S., so Tyler, first, tell us a little bit about your background, and then we'll talk about the R&D tax credit. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, my background's in tax and accounting, tax compliance specifically. Uh, I've been specializing in the research and development tax credit since 2015. Long story short, uh, went out on my own. My firm was acquired by the Strike Advisory team in 2020. Uh, so Strike Advisory is an R&D tax credit consulting firm first uh, that primarily works with CPAs as well as business owners to take advantage of the research and development tax credit. All right. Thanks for the intro. So let's let's get down to business here. So when I was an in-house CFO, I claimed the R&D tax credit in the U.S. It was you know almost I called kind of custom built for SaaS companies because we have so much R&D effort within our software engineering. So it lines up really well. Of course, it applies to different industries. And I think right this is Section 174. And some changes came through last year, and they and I guess were not repealed. And so it's causing, it sounds like, a lot of havoc in small businesses, not only SaaS, but businesses that were claiming this R&D tax credit. So can you tell us a little bit, about, first, what is Section 174? Yeah, so first, uh, Section 41 is the R&D tax credit. It's really a subsection of Section 174, research and experimental type of expenses. And previously in the past, businesses could always deduct or expense you know, their expenses, uh, you know, ordinary business expenses, such as payroll, contractors, supplies, materials on their tax return. Um, with the Tax Cut and Jobs Act in 2017, uh, they created uh, this 174 amortization rule that was to be effective January 1st, 2022, or for the 2022 tax year. And so what we're seeing now um, is, you know, over the last few years, um, the, the tax code was not repealed. And so that means here in the 2022 tax year, businesses are having to amortize their research and experimental expenses. So, you know, really the R&D tax credit calculation is not changing. It's really how you have to amortize your expenses on your tax return now. You know, businesses in the past always had the option to amortize for book. Now it's required on the tax return. So it's having a significant impact um, on small businesses, businesses in general, software development specifically, um, on, on this you know, increased tax liability that these changes, um, you know, are really demanding uh, because it is tax code and, and tax law now. Yeah, and that's an important point. Like you said, really how we're collecting the amount that we're spending on R&D is not changing, but this whole amortization thing. So now, and maybe we can go through a quick example because I'm seeing a lot of examples, uh, you know, on the internet and in social media, but it sounds like, say, a quick example if I was spending, you know, qualified expense of say a million dollars a year on R&D expense, I could deduct that on my tax return. And now with the, now we have to spread out that million over a five-year period. It sounds like for say U.S. entities, it sounds like some different for foreign entities. And then there's a whole mid-year convention. So it sounds like that million dollars that I could deduct is now down to say 200,000 in the first year with the mid-year convention, we're down to 100,000. Is that generally accurate as far as the, how dramatic the impact is this year? Yeah, yeah, roughly. So, you know, on, on if you're having US-based research and experimental expenses, you do have to amortize them over five years. And then any foreign research 
you know, offshore research has to be amortized over 15 years. So for the R&D tax credit, again, you were always able to deduct these expenses on your tax return, right? So about a million dollars in qualifying research expenses got you about a, roughly 100,000 in federal R&D tax credits. Again, the tax credit's not changing, so you'll still be receiving about a $100,000 federal credit. But to your point, if, if all that million is onshore research, you know, you can only deduct 100,000 as opposed to a million dollars, right? So, you know, a company that's break even, you know, from a cash perspective might have, you know, taxable income of $900,000 that they have to pay taxes on, you know, in your example. Yeah. So just rough speaking, of course, everyone listening, you know, talk to your, your CPA and your tax ex expert uh, about your situation. But just I think that's why it sounds like, Tyler, everybody's throwing their arms up in the air and, and talking to their tax accounts this year for the 2022 tax year. And now their, their CPA tax count is like, hey, you've got this big bill uh, or a change in your tax situation uh, now. And, and it's it's really, I think, blindsiding people because this is technical stuff and, and SAS founders. I don't blame them not you know keeping up with with changes in tax laws and now you know their CPAs working on their taxes their tax account working on their taxes and then right they're like what the heck is going on here so Tyler I mean one thing right you know I claim this credit as a, an in-house CFO and I want to make sure you know this is something right we can you know unless things change I mean we should still go ahead with the R&D tax credit but maybe the the situation has has changed a bit now yeah, so the RD tax credit is still the best way to reduce this increased taxable income, right? So the RD tax credit is still a dollar for dollar tax credit that reduces your federal and state income tax liabilities. So again, the RD tax credit is still the best way to reduce the additional income. Um, and really for software development companies, you know, Section 174 specifically calls out anybody doing software development must amortize their expenses. And so, you know, it is a requirement. And again, it is the best time to take advantage of these R&D tax credits. If you haven't in the past, you have to move forward as if this is tax code and tax law. And, uh, you know, these businesses will have to comply, whether it's this year or, uh, you know, in the future, unless anything changes, um, you know, we're really having to advise our businesses, you know, unfortunately that, you know, these, these are tax law and, and, and it's an extension to file, not an extension to pay. Um, and so anything, unless anything gets repealed here in, you know, this quarter, next quarter, you know, we do have to move forward as if this tax tax law and, um, you know, have to make adjustments, pretty significant ones at the business level. Yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, we should still claim this credit uh, because, right, SaaS companies, a lot of effort spent in the engineering area. But, you know, it, you know, we have to just run with the current tax law now and, and unless anything changes. So still some tax credit value, it sounds like there. And, you know, what's the latest word from kind of what you hear the front lines? Do we see maybe any change coming? You know, are people trying to, you know, raise awareness around this to, you know, just the huge, you know, it just seemed like as a CFO, right? This is a dramatic impact. It's not like a step into this. It's just, wow, we were up here really high. And now, boy, that that tax credit really changed and it is a drastic change. So any 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 change coming that we see or what what, what do you hear? Yeah, so you know, there's plenty of ways to get involved, whether it's through the AICPA, um, there's organizations and some alliances starting to be formed, um, you know, for lobbying efforts. Um, you know, uh, Senator Hassan uh, recently just reintroduced the American Innovation and Jobs Act, uh, which is uh, meant to repeal the Section 174 amortization rules and implement 100% R&D expensing again. 
Um, that was just reintroduced here uh, last week. And so, you know, we're hopeful that something can pass. We're not sure how quickly that'll happen. Um, there are some alliances starting to form in, in, in places where you can contribute uh, to efforts on, on at DC. Um, and again, we're hopeful that something can change, but um, there's, you know, the best way to get, is just get involved, reach out to your senators, let them know how much of an impact it's having to your business, uh, small businesses specifically. And, and it's really, you know, um, stunting innovation if, if we can't uh, allow our startups to, um, you know, grow uh, with their cash flow. Makes a lot of sense. And I guess for the founders out there, right, if, if you weren't like claiming the credit, then like, hey, what, you know, what's the big deal? You know, maybe now, you know, it raises awareness, there is a credit to claim. So any kind of simple action items or steps that, that SaaS founders should take right now is it, you know, hey, make sure, you know, you've, you know, go talk to your tax account, make sure you have a plan for this, you understand it. Any, any you know, action items for, for SaaS founders listening right now? Yeah, I think a lot of SaaS founders are operating in net operating losses, and you know they think that they have some runway with those NOLs to cover any spread. Um, there's there's a revenue ruling 8249 that allows you to go back all the way to inception and identify your tax credits and roll them forward without having to amend any prior tax returns. Um, so if you're in one of those uh, boats where you know you're ha you've been in operating losses since day one, it's a great time to reach out to your CPA or R&D tax credit consultant and, and go back and, and claim all of the R&D tax credits that you're entitled to. Um, again, those will come into play here, you know, maybe sooner than later. And um, definitely reach out to your CPAs, your accountants, your already tax credit consultants. Again, you know, the CPAs typically haven't had to identify Section 174 versus 162 for the tax return. And so the already tax credit consultant, Section 174 specialists do have a good amount of, you know, documentation, technical knowledge on how this is, you know, needs to be documented. And so, I would again just advise reach out again yeah to your CPA and R&D tax credit consultant and start being advised on you know how best to use these R&D tax credits to to reduce your income tax liabilities. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, Tyler. So yeah, make sure you reach out to your tax accounting expert. Reach out to you know Tyler, whoever it might be, to to understand the, your, your your situation. And we'll put in the show notes if you do want to follow up with Tyler Tyler on any questions around the R&D tax credit. Uh, but again, kind of a special episode here, a special podcast, just to just to make sure people are aware of what's going on and why you know everybody you know is a bit upset right now around you know that that this you know wasn't repealed and now we're we're dealing with you know kind of living in the situation right right now. So uh, yeah, so I think you know we'll wrap up with that, Tyler. Any any last words or uh, it sounds like you provided some good actionable advice there. And again, in the show notes, I'll provide uh, your contact info if they have any questions or want to follow up with you. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate, uh, you know, um, us jumping on here this afternoon and um, yeah, any way that we can help, we're happy to, um, again, you know, no obligation, um, you know, definitely speak to someone about your tax liabilities and, and make sure that you're you know, just filing that tax return accurately. Yeah, I appreciate it, Tyler. Again, we just want to bring awareness to this, uh, your situation here and uh, yeah, please talk to your, your tax account or your, about your specific situation. But again, just kind of want to address just, just kind of rumblings that you see on the, on the internet and social media about what's going on with R&D tax and just the latest. So Tyler, again, appreciate your time jumping on this special podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. We appreciate it.